Welcome back, party people. It's welcome back to 30, 30 Dirty, and Dying, your favorite millennial podcast where we're talking about our life, our imminent death, and everything in between, including just what we're up to and interested in. And one of the things from in between for us has been some relationships. Yeah, some really terrible ones, but we've learned a lot. So we thought we'd talk about that today. But before we do, we're going to take our usual trip back in time. We're going to hop on the magic school bus with Miss Frizzle <laughs> and go into what we were doing in 2012. Mm-hmm. So in 2012, I was a, I want to say a sophomore in college. Um, or no, not college. No. Jesus. I mean, a sophomore in high school. So I would have been like 15 or 16. I was 21. Were you just, well, we already talked about it. you're not, you didn't party much though. No, I so sure did were, not. What, didn't would do would your... you like to know what I did on my 21st birthday? Please. I worked. I went to class. I went to work. I did get a new ID. Wow. But I did, maybe I bought some alcohol for funsies. Just, just because you I could. could. Yeah, I went and bought cigarettes when I turned 18 just because I could. I wouldn't need them for a few more years <laughs> or one more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was still in high school. And according to my um, posts, I wasn't sleeping very much. <laughs> like every single post that I have is about not sleeping. So I have in May of 2012, it's the nights that I should clear my mind with a peaceful sleep that I can't help staying awake because that's real profound for an idiot in high school. <laughs> like what? I didn't have a, I didn't sleep very well. I also had Mystic River is on. It's one of my favorite movies. So there goes my good night's sleep, but it's worth it. I I've guess never, it, I don't even know Mystic River. Is. It's an excellent movie. You should watch it. Um, it. It apparently was worth it. I don't know if it was worth it in this case because I guess I wasn't sleeping all freaking year. Well, I guess it really wouldn't have mattered. Probably not. Um, and then I had insomnia is not one of my best qualities. So I wasn't sleeping very much at wow. all. And I was also drawing doodles in school of Johnny Depp. Ah. I don't know why I wasn't much of, I was, you know, I was a huge doodle or cause I didn't pay attention in class. Doodle yeah. But I don't know why I drew this little doodle of Johnny Depp. We'll put it on the Instagram. It's, it's such a good, good picture. It's pretty accurate. It's I very accurate. Like I knew right away. It was Johnny Depp. I remember drawing this. I feel like it was a joke that my chemistry uh, teacher made. Mm-hmm. And I drew it just to like be funny and snarky. And also I wasn't paying attention in, to chemistry. So why not? But yeah, if you listen to our Johnny Depp trial episode, maybe you'll enjoy that. <laughs> but that's, I, you know, that was kind of all I was doing in 2012. I was in high school. I wasn't sleeping very much. And, and you're drawing Johnny Depp. Yeah. Which childhood for Americans. Well, what were you doing? Well, being emotional because I had, well, one of my very bad relationships oh, that no. I was in that, you know, spanned years because I'm an idiot. They always do. Um, This was like kind of the complete ending to that. Oh, it like ended for, ended for real, for, for real. for good, for real, for real. Final and nail. And I said some things. Ooh, like what? Um, well, obviously, as you can tell, I use humor to deflect my pain. Otherwise, we would not be doing this podcast. Um, so there were things that I said, like, 
bathtub spelled backwards is still bathtub. It's not, but for a second there, you believe me. <laughs> when you said that just now, I was like in my head trying to think of it <laughs> before you got to that part. Uh, um, they say you can't live without love. Personally, I think oxygen is more important. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah. And then obviously we get into my sad. I'm ready to start a new beginning. We change for two reasons. Either we learn enough that we want to, or we've been hurt enough that we have to. Wow. Um, I don't care why you're leaving. You'll miss me when I... Wait, they're leaving. I left, technically. Well, here... Technically, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But, yeah, I just... I, I had struggled to... Thank God I found the good in goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. Is it bad that my knee jerk was like, get out of my house? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I was in, in those feelings. You were in the love. Oh. On the love train. Okay. Conductor. Um, I believe everything happens for a reason. People change so you can learn to let go. Things go wrong so you can appreciate them when they're right. You believe lies so you eventually learn to trust no one but yourself. Whoa. And sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. Wow. That's a that's a poem right there. Yep. The poetry of it all. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's that pretty much leads into what we're talking about pretty well, I think. All those lines from your from your poetry collection in that last one. Uh, we've learned a lot over the years. We've both had some really terrible relationships. Uh, and we've 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 learned how to spot some red flags. Mm. We've learned what red flags even are. Because I feel like, in a way, we didn't even really know. I mean, back then, I didn't even take them as red flags. I was just like, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I mean. It's like, <laughs> we're just like, oh, they're just quirks. <laughs> quirky. We know that quirky is evil. You hate that word. Quirky sucks. And if you have quirky people in your life, you should cut them out immediately. They're red flags. <laughs> Saying you're quirky is a red flag. I said it. And I'm not taking it back. But... I mean, let's just get into it. I mean, what, maybe we should give some background okay. on the relationships that taught us the most. I mean, you've got the big one <laughs> that we talked about before. Mm. I don't have, I don't have a huge relationship history. I have quite a plethora. Well, maybe just for the sake of time, you should start us off. <laughs> Where do we want to start? I don't know. What do you, well... I mean, let's let's just get the big one out of the way. What was the? Give us the TL, TLDR. Is that how you say it? I don't know what that means. Too long didn't read. I what is that right? I don't know. I don't know. See, I'm trying to be hip and cool, and I'm just not. Is that what is that what the kids are saying these days? Apparently, probably not. They probably haven't said that since we were kids, and I'm just stupid. See, I didn't even say that when I was a kid. I mean, no, me neither. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, give us the the brief history of the big one. And then whatever that leads us into, whatever tributaries we have to travel through, we will hop in that canoe and do it. Okay. Um, he was dating one of my friends. And what should we do? What should we call him? Can I just say he? I feel like it's going to get confusing with all the men we have to talk about. Bob. I've never dated a Bob. Let's call him Bob. Okay. So this is about Bob. Bob. Courtney's first. Well, not first. Love. Not first love. No? Okay. No. Wow. Look at me. I already don't know. I will. I mean, I can sure. My first love was John. And I will straight up say his name 
I don't care. Okay. Um, but no, Bob was Bob. not my first love, but first obsession. Yikes. Not in like a creepy. Um, well, <laughs> I was there for some of Bob and, uh, you know, saint in it. I mean, in that way. I, uh, anyways, he was dating my friend. Okay. And that's when I met him. And then they broke up. And I was just like, I think he's cute. Already a bad start. Already a bad start. I went in there, right? I was just like, hey, if you want to hang out sometime. I'm a great friend, clearly. Well, there's a reason why she doesn't talk to me, and that's fine. I get it. Um, and that is how that all started. So I kind of like went into, because they, they were off and on, which I understand why. Yeah, that seems to be all he's you know, capable really, of. Really, I helped her. Yeah, you really took it for the team. I, I took it for the team because she no longer had to deal with that. She's probably out there thanking you. I mean, probably. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Also, how old were you when that happened, roughly? Um, I was in high school. Okay. Teenagers, is it's not the same as no. like... I wouldn't nabbing, do that now. Yeah, like nabbing well, your adult so friends. Married, no, that's not, yeah. High yeah. school didn't matter. It's like people do stupid things. People do things that aren't... The coolest, it's like, but it's not out of malice. It's just out of like not knowing much better. Yeah. I feel like. So it was all okay at first, but he wasn't like, he told me he loved me first. Although he did tell me that he didn't want to be in a relationship with me until I had sex with him. Red flag. Ding, ding, ding. We got our first red flag. We got our first red flag. Did you know at the time that that was weird? Um, or bad? No. No. I just, I wanted to date him. So you were like, fine, I'll hop right on. Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like, you thought it was, okay, here's my prerequisite to enter. <laughs> you gotta be this tall. <laughs> Let me go in to get on the ride. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So red flag number one red was flag. the very beginning. All right. So if anyone's making a list. I already was We're stupid. making a list. We started... Right off the bat. Red flag. Red flag number one. If somebody He's, says they want to be with you, but they can't until you sleep with them. Don't run. do it. <laughs> Go find somebody else to sleep with. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Yes. Well, don't sleep with them immediately unless you. Well. Only if you want you to. do whatever you want. It's your decision. It's your decision. It's your body. You do whatever you want. Yes. No slut shame in here. No. Absolutely not. No. Go slut it up. Have fun. Yep. We're on your team. Mm-hmm. So that's a first red flag. First red flag. Um, I don't like it. It's all a blur. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened. He <sighs> cheated on. I mean, he just cheated on me with everyone. I think he, red flag number two. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, there was one time he said that he was going to Hershey Park with one of his like friends, and I drove them to his. I'm putting in air quotes. His friend's house. Well, Bob's friend, which is was a he. He said. Okay. Um, turns out it was a girl that he was dating. Uh-huh. from another school you dro- wait this is, i drove him to a girl's house without knowing it was a girl's house he just said he was going to hershey park with one of his guy friends which happened to be her brother but it was her and it was their anniversary because i saw it on Facebook. and it was a different school this is how he got away with it he would date a girl from like different schools can we just appreciate for once i mean appreciate is a weird word but the absolute fucking audacity that it would take to be like, can you drive me to their house? He would he would drive my car 
to pick up other women. Like, oh my god, my best friend Melissa. I forgot how terrible Bob was. Yeah, my best friend Melissa, which that's a funny story in itself, how we became best friends. But I added her on Facebook years ago because I saw her in a picture with, and I'm just like, who is she? So I added her on Facebook. So we've been friends for on Facebook longer than we had actually been friends. And he, she said that he picked her up in my car and he was like, oh, this is like my friend's sister's car. <laughs> and Melissa was like, you sure? <laughs> oh my God. And like, cause I lived it. It was my freshman year of college. What a hero. It was my freshman year of college. My laundry was in the backseat, right? Yeah. And picked no, her up. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm flabbergasted. Like I'm forgetting. Everything that happened? Yeah. And it's all flooding back and just what a hero Bob yeah. was. You're listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, where we might not be flirty or thriving, but we're 30 and trying. Keep listening and check out all our episodes on life, love, death, and more. Bob's mom, love her. She, she just, I mean, she apologized to me. That, that says a lot. I'm sorry, but that says a ton. When the dude's mom is like, sorry, my son's garbage. There was one time I was out front of his house because he accused me of cheating. His mom came out and was just like, we know you would. I'm so sorry. You should probably just go. Home. This is also the thing that's so weird about like young relationships, too. I feel like parents are always so much more involved. Yeah. Like as an adult now, like my parents have been almost not involved at all in my relationship, my current one. But back then, it's like they're always involved. Mm-hmm. And the other person's parents are always involved because you're kids and they're around more and yeah. stuff. It's like. It's a weird dynamic. Like, I can't imagine that happening now. Yeah, it put a real strain on Grandma and I's relationship. Really? Well, she hated him. Every reason to, you know? Because, like, I was always, like, highs and lows. Like, I was happy because, like, he wasn't talking to another girl at the time. And then, like, he was. And I was, like, sad and depressed and, like, angsty. And she hated, like, what he did because I didn't deserve that. But I didn't know I didn't deserve that because I had low... Self-esteem. Self-esteem. Yeah. Also, I feel like I know it's it's a tricky thing to say, especially as an adult now, of like if somebody doesn't like the person that you're with, it's not always a red flag. Like your relationship is your relationship, right? Like you shouldn't let that many other people into the inner workings of your relationship. Mm -hmm. However, if somebody like a grandma, a mom, a sister, a brother, whatever, Mm -hmm. if they don't, if they really consistently don't like the person... It means something. It, it means something. It mm-hmm. might not be like they're the worst person in the world. It might just mean that they've seen some shit and they can see something that you might not see. Yeah. So I'd say that is at least a, that's at least like an orange flag. Everyone saw something that I didn't want to see. It's not that All I didn't see it. I clearly saw it. But you were just, just like, don't care. I just ignored it because I just wanted to be with him. I feel like that goes into, like, why do you think, especially younger, that we ignore red flags so much? Because I know I ignored like enough to cover the globe. Why do we do that? Because I, I, I feel like it's different for every person, obviously. But I almost think every person that you talk to and like if you ask them about their early relationships, they'll say, oh, yeah, I ignored all these red flags and I really shouldn't have. Um, I mean, when you're in it, I don't think you really realize the red flags. It's fair. I mean, you can you can see the red flags from outside. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, everybody always says that, but like. I guess because you can't really gauge the damage. 
until it's done over. And then you can be like, oh, yeah, this really had a crazy effect. Mm -hmm. I ignored so many red flags, I feel like. And one of mine was the people not liking them thing. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what makes it tricky. So when I was in college, I've only had a couple like serious relationships. Um, but there was one, let's call him Roger. Okay. <laughs> you know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger told me from the jump, like from the moment that Roger met my mom, he was like, your mom hates me. My mom, I don't really think hates anybody. My, mom, my mom's a really nice lady. She doesn't hate them. Now she might get really mad. I mean, my mom can really blow open the gates of hell if she's mad. Like she really has a gift. Um, but she did, but she, he just told me from the beginning, like from the first time they met, your mom hates me. Your mom hates me. And I just kind of thought because I had never introduced a boyfriend to them Maybe he's, and he was very experienced, like double digits deep Oof. by the time I got around. I mean, I shouldn't say oof because same. But more. Okay. Way more. Oh. Double it. Ooh. And add five. Jeez. Yikes. <laughs> I'm not slut shaming. I'm just saying there was a disparity. <laughs> there was a disparity because I was 19. Barely. How old is Roger? At the time... Um, he was like three years older than me, I think. Okay, there's nothing wrong no, with that. No, four. Yeah, there's no, there's no... No, I'm three years older than Mike. Yeah, I think Justin is three or four years older than me. He's four years older than me. So I, I've always dated older guys. Um, he, I just figured he's been in relationships. He's done this before. And maybe he's picking up on something mm-hmm. that I am not. And my mom must hate him. So that really caused a lot of strife between me and my mom. Mm. And she would say all the time, I don't hate him. I don't I don't have anything bad about him. But she kind of did. Not yeah. hated him. But she would tell me a lot. Like, she didn't... Not that she didn't like him, but she was like, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I see things in the way that you guys interact, in the way that he interacts with you, the things he says, that make me worried. Now, she didn't say it that calm, cool, and collected <laughs> at the time, which made it... You know, just made me shut my ears off even more. Yeah. But I feel like that's another version of the, if somebody you love hates them. If they are trying to put a wedge between you and somebody else in your support system, that is a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. And I know that now. I feel like he was trying to distance me from From my mom. And it was, we were already having a tumultuous time just because of other things that were happening. So like... I think he saw that. And I think he capitalized on it. And I, yeah, I really do. I think it was an intentional thing of like, your mom hates me. Push you away from your mom. Bob didn't purposefully push me away from grandma. But in order for me to spend time with him, I was lying to her, which put a big strain. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's another one that I certainly have done. If you have to lie or if you feel like you have to lie. Something's wrong. Yeah. Red flag. Totally. Like if you have to lie about like if you're in that situation, if you're younger, that you're going to be with them. If you have to lie about how things happen or you have to like take up for them a lot. Mm -hmm. That's probably a red flag. Like you shouldn't feel the need to do that. Especially if you have crossed over into like your 20s and you're more independent. I can understand maybe if you're living in someone's house, you don't. 
I mean, I lived with my grandma in my early 20s. So I can see a little bit of discretion, Mm -hmm. like just, you know, kind of doing your thing. But like outright lying is probably not a great look. I did a ton of lying about that relationship. Um, Not as much in that early stage, just because I was not living at home. And I wasn't like, I don't know. I didn't really have to answer to anybody at that point. I moved out like the first second I got. But the person that I was with before... Roger, mm-hmm. let's call him Elliot. Um, I lied all the time about going to be with that person because that was an age gap that might have been concerning to my parents. What was the gap? Ten years. I mean, do you remember the one time that I talked to someone ten years older than me? No, I actually don't. Oh my god, yes, I do. I'm sorry. The ten <laughs> years, I didn't. He just seemed so much older. I was like fifty. I had just turned eighteen, and he was. Okay. No, I totally forgot. I always thought he was way older than that. He looked 40. <laughs> no offense to the 40-year-olds, but, like, this dude looked rough. I mean, now he's in his... So he must look 80. Oh, and he just had a kid. Another one? With his new wife. Another one? He had other kids. I thought he. I thought they were that, married. That's who he... Yeah, but he was divorced. I think he was divorced. I don't know if actually... Did they ever get married? I don't think so. I don't know. I thought they had been married, but no. I, maybe I'm... I don't know. I tried to not talk to him as much as humanly possible. Well, yeah, he ruined someone's life. He ruined so probably many more lives that we don't even know about. Well, but he, here's the thing, though. He's not a bad guy. I I enjoyed time. Good for you. I don't think any of the rest of us did. But then screwed over someone who I cared more about. And I was like, bye. Yeah, that's a... That's we're going to do an episode probably later, Tales from the Movie Theater. Because <laughs> that's a tale. And that's probably going to be on there, this yeah. dude. Um, but yeah, no, I was, this dude was 10 years older than me, mm-hmm. and I was 19. Okay, I mean. Barely 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lied constantly about going to see him because I thought, I had, I had gone away to college, but I was still coming back for holidays mm-hmm. during this time. I only came back for holidays for like a year, and this was that time frame. And I lied all the time about going to see him because I really thought it was going to blow up. Um, I, I did have an argument prepared that my parents are 10 years apart. And my mom was about my age when she hmm. met my dad. But um, Is that a good argument to have? I mean, objectively, if you look at everything, probably not. But uh, at the time, I think it would have swayed her. Gotcha. <laughs> she found out later and she wasn't that upset about it um but at the time I, I think it would have upset her i feel like you've always been more mature for yeah i i agree and i don't like i i can't imagine dating somebody younger i know some people always are like date younger and and that's fine do your thing i just can't imagine it um well i've never just really, call me a cougar then. oh my gosh wow <laughs> um i've never dated anybody younger i've barely dated people my age like barely uh but i will say at the time I said that, and I don't I don't think that Elliot was like intentionally doing anything wrong. I still don't think that. But as someone who's almost 30 now, who is the age that he was mm-hmm. at the time or, you know, within a couple of years, it's gross. <laughs> Can you imagine yourself dating a 19 year old? No, it feels gross. No. It feels like I would have to walk into a high school. Yeah. And ew, 
You know what I mean? So it does feel kind of gross and groomy and... Yeah, it's pretty crazy now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, but at the time, I didn't think that at all. And up until a couple years ago, I didn't really think that at all. And then Justin, who I'm with now, said, like, okay, groomer, <laughs> something about it when I was talking about something. And I just, I reject groomer, but it is a little icky. Yeah, if... if taken the wrong way, can be very icky. I, I don't think yeah. Elliot had that intention. I don't just either. Like, I don't think. Let's tenure. call him Kippers. <laughs> I know him. Let's call him fucking Kippers. Okay, he looks Kippers. like a Kippers. Um, yeah, that, that definitely was not his intention. I actually think it could have been Kippers. Really? I just think Kippers gross. But no, it, I don't think. <laughs> Kippers. <laughs> merch with kippers on it coming soon um i don't think i don't think age has to matter right i don't think age mm. has to be a red flag like the numbers no however i think stage of life is very important yes so i think if you're at two vastly different stages of life and that other person is older and maybe taking advantage of a younger more naive stage of life mm-hmm. intentional or not that can be a red flag. Yeah. Because I do feel like there was some of that. Again, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think it was like a wahaha kind of moment. I just think I was 19. I had I was a freshman in college. I had just graduated high school like three or four months prior. I was I was a virgin. I'll say that. I had not had any serious relationships, anything like that. This was somebody who was 30 who had like lived life. Ah, uh, yeah. At 30, you live life. You live life. I've lived a hell Been of a life. so much. I feel like if I was talking to a 19-year-old right now, I'd be like Merlin or Dumbledore or something. Like, like in my day. That's how... So I have um, two other friends who are younger than me, mm-hmm. uh, Allie and Jess. Uh-huh. They're early 20s. Gotcha. And I feel like I'm a completely different person. Exactly. Because they, they grew up in like a... And I mean... Still, they're, like, my best friends, and I love them. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are certain things that they say that I'm just, like, what? And it's a different stage And back life. and forth. It's like just, like, I'm too old. Experiences <laughs> that they have not had yet. There are those life lessons, like we're talking about today, that they have not learned. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing against them. It's just, like, if you got them in a certain situation, it could be taking advantage of just a lack of knowledge. Yeah. And I feel like that can happen when it comes to the age thing. Especially in my experience, I don't have the other experience with like an older man mm-hmm. and a younger woman when that kind of power dynamic can get a little a little crazy. Dicey. Yeah, a little dicey. And there were times that it did get a little dicey. There were things that happened that I was like, felt a little bit like it was a taking advantage of situation. Not... Again, I don't think it was all on purpose. I don't think it was, but it it was there. Like looking back on it now, I would call that a red flag. I would call that something that would I would tell somebody else to be wary of, you know? Yeah, with kippers, it started as quickly as like that wasn't like a long drawn out thing. Saw a couple movies together. Yeah, that hung out a couple times outside of work. Like it wasn't. Yeah, honestly, that's why I'm, I'm hesitant to even count. That one in like serious relationships because it was very short lived. Mm -hmm. However, we had known each other for a very long time and there was sort of a heaviness is the right word, but like because we knew each other, we ran in the same circle. Like we had a lot of inner 
intersecting connections, mm-hmm. it felt more serious. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, even mm-hmm. though the time wasn't that long and we didn't, like, have this, like, long, rich friggin' romance at all, um, it still felt kind of serious because of everything that came before and everything that came after, which leads to my next red flag. Um, <laughs> if somebody is, like, an asshole to you <laughs> after you just, like, peacefully go your separate ways, or at least one of you thinks you're peacefully going your separate ways, that's not cool. Don't hang out with them anymore. Now, in all fairness, I was also an asshole. I realized that later. Not as much as him. I think I was an asshole during more than I was after. I think after he just, like, couldn't let it go. He, I was convinced that I cheated on him with Roger, which is not what happened. I understand why he thought that, Mm -hmm. but it just didn't happen. And I I think that he was just like in his feelings about it, which I get. I understand. But like, don't Don't if you're still going to have to be around somebody or you're choosing to be around somebody, like don't treat them like shit or give them a chance to explain before you treat them like shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to take into account, too. Why was he acting like that as a 30 year old? Shouldn't you be more mature and like just not. Okay. Care about high school drama. So this this is one of the reasons it didn't work out. Because he was a child. I'm not gonna say a child, <laughs> but I I think I've I was a little bit more mature for my age at that time. Not enough that it wasn't creepy, <laughs> but you know I understood some things a little bit. And he got very like serious and clingy and mushy very fast. And that really like turned me off. I know for some people it's a turn and that's fine. We've talked about it before on the podcast. I am a stone wall. Like I'm not very emotional. And I very much wasn't at that time. This was pre-therapy. So I was made out of concrete. And I it, it turned me off more than it turned me on. Like I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um but he wouldn't kind of, and I tried to put some distance. I tried to be like, I want to take it really slow. I don't want to be like that yet. And he just kind of kept coming on stronger. Mm. And that really made my skin crawl a little bit at the time. Because I was like. You're not listening. Yeah. And the last time we saw That's each other. That's a red flag. That is a red flag. And the last time we saw each other in person in this context. We saw each other after this, but not. We weren't seeing each other anymore, like, romantically. Um, I was with him, and we were, you know, being somewhat physical. But I kept, like, stopping. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go any further. And he kept trying to go further. Uh, he didn't do anything, like, out of line. There's This isn't a rapey thing. <laughs> But it, it it made me feel even more that, like, ickiness. Yeah. Like, you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. And you're not taking into account where I'm at with this relationship, with this, like, dynamic that we have going. So I'm already feeling uncomfortable about the pace that you're going. And now that you've added a physical element of going at a stronger pace than I wanted to, that was, like, the end of the road for me. I yeah. was like, I'm out. Like, mm-hmm. sauerkraut. And I was. So yeah, I think you're right. Red flag. City. If they don't listen to you or if they try to push you into things that you're not ready for, whether that's sex, whether that's being monogamous, being in a relationship, meeting people, get the F out of there. 
meet the bus stop and run away. That's what I did. Yeah. Wish I ran away faster. So I'm sure you've got some more red flags. You talked up that I know I jumped in with no, that's fine. My short history, but like your short history. I've got more red flags. Don't worry. I but mean, I want to hear more about Bob. The main, yeah, the main red flag was Bob. I mean, honestly, Bob, you start calling your red flags Bobs. Bob, Bob flags. Bob flags. Bob flags. I mean, in the end, it did help me realize my worth. It helped me. Like I, I had dated someone. Literally, it was like a week. Like we only, like we, we were really good friends. Um, we met at college and like, we hung out like all the time. And then like, we finally started dating and he ended up cheating on me with a girl named Courtney, but with a C. So obviously not as fun. Um, and I just cut that off right away. Cause I'm just like, not doing this again. Been there, done that. But that's good. I'm not going to deal with that bullshit. That's good. I think, yeah, all red flags can be turned into a lessons learned. We got some red flags. We got some battle scars. But, bitch, if we didn't learn what not to do next time. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was an, another time with Bob where um, he started talking to someone else that I was fully aware of. Mm-hmm. Is this the one I know about? Yes. And there was a time where... So, like, we weren't officially together. And I was, like, I was trying to cut it off at this point. Fair. This, I mean, then I got back into it, but that's well, neither here nor there. Um, we all relapse. So what had happened was he ended up dropping off flowers in a card to my house, even though he was with her. Right. I remember this. And the card was just like, I miss you. Like, I want to be with you. So I took both of these items, went to the girl's work and was like this. He just dropped this off at my house. Like, I'm trying to help you. And she was like, well, he could have given you those a while ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll say I this. get it because I would have probably said the same thing. In that girl's defense. And this speaks kind of the, what we were talking about a minute ago. You, you're you older than me. He's He was your age, right? You guys were the same age? He was a year younger than me, I think. Okay. Um, but still a couple years older mm-hmm. than me. That girl was in school with me. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I think he was using that to his advantage. Because how do you know better? You don't know. This guy's telling you, like, and you've never had that experience before. I mean. And he knew exactly how to say the right thing. He knew how to turn it back to, no, I want to be with you. I love you. Don't worry. She's lying. Like, knew exactly what to say every single time. Manipulative. I'm going to throw out another red flag. A flag on the play. Okay. That is going to sound stupid at first. If they are a smooth talker. And if they have really like flowery language when they're smooth talking you, it's a red freaking flag. Okay. If they're immediately like, you're the best, everything about you is so great. But I am the best and everything is about me is so great. See, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to. Okay. If they're saying all that to you mm-hmm. in the midst of these things happening, mm-hmm. I think it goes back to them not listening to you. And I think it's kind of like gaslighting. They're flattering you out of being concerned. Yes. And that is a red flag to me. Yes. I remember with um, Roger. I was with Roger for a few years. Roger was supposed to be a rebound. Rebound Roger. Okay. From from Elliot. Roger was supposed to be my Elliot rebound. Mm-hmm. And was supposed to last 
six weeks max. I said that out loud to people. Like, this is going to be a quicken. Well, quick hit. A couple years later. Yeah. And then I, yeah. So for like two, three years or whatever it was, I don't even remember at this point. It was a long time. I mean, it was most of your college career. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Not the whole thing, obviously. And I dated some other people in, you know, around in, in that. But like, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. Longer than I ever expected it to be. And it is not because we fell madly and deeply in love. Okay. Not me. Not me. Okay. If anything, I got like, if I'm in the ocean and Roger's an octopus, and wrapped something around my ankle and pulled me down deeply and madly. And I was just like complicit. For the first literally eight months, probably, I can't even count the number of times I tried to break up with him. So many. And not in a a big, giant, dramatic way. We started, like, I feel like most of us started. I don't know if this is still a thing for all these young kids out there getting into relationships. But in my day, we did that thing where we were like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Me neither. Let's just um, live together. Yeah, let's just see where this goes and uh, be friends. Friends with benefits. Let's see where it goes. And then you, like, always kind of end up dating or... Someone catches feelings and gets hurt. Yeah, that's what happens constantly. So we started off that way. We were like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Me neither. And he and I ended up getting into a relationship through that. But I tried to just kind of like pull back. I don't even know how many times and say, I think we're better as friends. I think we should take a beat. I'm not saying we can't hang out. I'm not saying we can't hook up. I'm just saying, let's not be so relationshipy mm-hmm. let's break up let's just be friends and when i would do that starting from like only a couple of months in it was but i care about you so much and i love you and i feel like i'm gonna marry you one day and you're the best and i've never felt this way before very dramatic flowery complimentary language and for somebody who's young who's never been in a relationship before and who does not a serious have, one yeah not a serious one and who does have somewhat of a connection with this person you just sort of go with it at a certain point. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, I mean, I don't know, so he must, and maybe this is different. And then you wake up in two years. And you're like, where am I and why do I live here? <laughs> That's pretty much what happened to me. So, yeah, I'm calling that a red flag. Yeah, I think if they get really intense and dramatic and flowery and flattery with you, it's weird. It's a red flag. There's a big difference between genuine, compassionate, and loving language and words of affirmation, mm-hmm. and that, like, love bomb city. Huge difference. Yeah. At least in my experience. Want to weigh in on the conversation? Find us on TikTok and Instagram at 30dying to share and see more from us. Now back to the show. I feel like my only red flags came from Bob. Really? Honestly. And because, like, of, there were a few people scattered in there. Like a few other guys scattered yeah, within like that time. Casual more relationships. That were such good guys. Right. And I feel so bad that I wasn't willing to truly give that a chance because I was so obsessed with Bob. And I wanted Bob to love me the way that I loved him. And like, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. I see that now. But like, there were multiple people who I'm still friends with. Like, they're still friends with me. Right. And, like, we still talk and we still hang out. But I I wish 
I would. I mean, everything brings me to where I am now. Right. I probably <laughs> never would have met Mike. I probably never would have. I, I could not be married. You, you don't know what would have happened. But, like, if I just gave those other people the, op- the opportunity that they deserved because they yeah. were genuine good guys. I think so. But I just was not willing to see it. Yeah. I think something that comes from learning all these red flags, especially if it is, like, one or two people that really dominate that, is you can look back and see where you messed up to. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel that way about how I said I was kind of an asshole with uh, Elliot. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I felt the ways that I felt. I felt like it wasn't going to work. I also had this thing where I realized in some way, again, not the exact way that maybe I should have, but that there was something to do with the age gap because I felt like when I say the one that got away, I don't mean that in like the super romantic Katy Perry song sense. Mm -hmm. I just mean we had a lot in common. We, we, a lot of things about how we knew each other could have and probably would have led to a very long-term relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think I knew that, uh, especially because of how he was being so intense. And that scared me. And I also knew that I was not ready to do that. Because um, I felt like because of all those things and because of how compatible we were in a lot of different ways, if I like started a really serious relationship with him, I might never be with anybody else or not mm-hmm. for a very long time. And while it wasn't anything really against him, except for those, you know, red flags that I did notice after the fact, I, d- I just knew I wasn't ready to do that. I just yeah. kind of felt inside that that would be kind of a mistake. Mm-hmm. But the way I, I could have and should have communicated that way better than yeah. how I did. I sort of just made excuses and picked apart little things mm-hmm. and then just kind of ghosted. I'm a big ghost. I like to ghost. I know it's controversial, but I like I like to ghost. I liked to ghost then. And I just kind of ghosted a little bit and I think made him feel bad about things that really didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I could have just been direct with him and been like, look, I'm not in this as seriously as I think you're in this. And I don't want to continue, but I didn't do that. And I think that might be what led to some of the ambiguity around when I started dating someone else, Mm -hmm. why he maybe thought that it was sketchy. And I can, I can totally understand that. So I do regret how I treated him at the end. Like I, I do, he deserved better than that. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's a bad guy. And I, I do realize from some of the things I went through after and the red flags I was able to zero in on after like that was kind of messed up of yeah. me so i see where it can make those lessons learned be like not just what to avoid but also like what not to do to other people yeah that's i mean obviously when i was in my bob phase i i call it my bob phase but with his actual yeah name. um although i kind of want you to keep calling it bob, bob phase, phase. <laughs> even when we're not recording <laughs> and protecting our liability um I didn't treat the people who cared about me most right. Yeah. And that was the hardest thing. Like the other the other guys that were actually good for me, like I kind of strung them along and like enjoyed their company because it was actually good and treated me well. And I enjoyed that, but then ended up like kind of falling back to what I thought I wanted. 
And so I didn't treat them well. And like, I mean, th- again, they're still my friends. Like we still yeah. talk and everything like that. So I appreciate their forgiveness. Right. Um, even, even like, just like my normal friends, like not even guys, like yeah. I, that's, that consumed my life. Yeah. It hurt my relationship with my, my family. It hurt my relationship with my friends. It hurt my relationship with potential relationships. Yeah. And I, I don't wish I could, I mean, I wish I could take it back, but I don't wish I could take it back. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Like I think about that kind of dynamic when it comes to Roger, mm-hmm. I like, I hate it. Like, I hate that that relationship happened. And mm-hmm. in some ways, I very much wish that I could take it back. Um, but I also know that, like, I don't know how much it would have changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it wouldn't have been him, it probably would have been somebody else. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how much of a difference it would have made. And it's fine. And it just kind of is what it is. I think the main ones that I took away from that were, in addition to what we've already talked about, is that competition and being competitive in a relationship is kind of a weird red flag. He was very competitive Mm. with me. Uh, We did a lot of the same things. And I feel like I started to lose my individuality for just being part of this, like, couple. Okay. And within that, us doing a lot of the same things, he was always very competitive about things, about Mm. things we were both doing professionally that were similar about um um just little things like gifts who would get the best gifts who would win gift giving for a holiday or whatever Mm. and i'm super competitive by nature so i just kind of went along with it like hell yeah i'm about to win because i have a problem but like now i know like if that starts to happen in a relationship that it's kind of a red flag Mm -hmm. i think it's a red flag for someone else being very insecure I think he had a lot of insecurities around some of those things Yeah, that made him act it out that way, like being very competitive with me and that I would never do again. And it really led to a lot of the problems that I felt like we had in our relationship. I feel like Bob and I were so different. Mm-hmm. It was never. And, and the thing is, though, like anytime he ever dated other people while with me right fun he took on their things that they liked but when he was with me he was his own person like he because i i guess i'm just such a vanilla blank slate (laughs) he's like i can't (laughs) that can't possibly he can't possibly just also be a vanilla blank slate so he like he he was his own person and but like when he was with your friend, all about Volkswagens. Because she oh, had a Volkswagen. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he loved Volkswagen Jettas. That's a red flag in general, though. People who are He like, loved uh, the Pittsburgh teams when he was not into sports previously. Yeah. So I'm just like, where is this coming from? I think it, I think it does come from that insecurity. I think that comes from being a really shallow person. And it comes from being manipulative. Yeah. Like, on its surface, what do people do when they first start to date somebody? They they talk about what they have in common. It's mm-hmm. like human nature for us to do. And when you go out on a casual date with somebody, 
if you just like, I like this and they're like, well, I don't I like this. And that goes on for the hour that you're eating dinner. You're probably like, I'm not calling this guy back. He sucks. I, I genuinely, I don't know why I stay. <laughs> what I don't, what did we I don't have? know. What did we have? I don't know. I, I don't. And I understand how you feel about the like, why'd you say, why'd you keep going back? Yeah. Because I totally did that at the end. Like in the last four-ish months of my relationship with Roger, I left and came back probably at least 10 times. And I don't know why. I regret that more than I regret anything else. Mm -hmm. I regret that so much because some terrible things happened in that last stretch. And I think it was because we were we were so done, done. and we were so like we hated each other at that point. Mm -hmm. And it became I don't know how compatible we ever were, but it hadn't really gotten toxic yeah. until that last kind of stretch, like six to eight months, it started to get really toxic. Mm -hmm. And then that last four months or so where I was leaving a lot we i think we just straight up hated each other like the when we broke up like when it was over over the thing that actually happened was we were supposed to go and have like a date day um like have a day together which we hadn't done in a long time because i was always like moving out <laughs> it really puts a wrench in your schedule um and i was just like not getting up and getting ready because i didn't want to go and so I finally start to get up and get moving, but I'm like, I don't, I'm going to go to my mom's. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> and he said, he got mad, which fair. Yeah. And was like, I feel like you don't want to hang out with me ever. And I went, that's cause I don't without even thinking about it. Like just said it. It just, it just. And then I was like, reaction. yeah, like, cause I don't man, I don't want to hang out with you. And then it was just like, we stared at each other from across the room. And was just like, I guess we have to have this conversation now. <laughs> guess we got to do it. Like, we got to do it for realsies this time. We can't. This isn't just like a fight. This isn't a screaming match. This is a all the truth out on the table thing. So I say that's another red flag. If you don't want to hang out with them. Yeah. It's not for you. I'm not saying you got to want to hang out all the time. There are times yeah. I want Justin in China. I don't want him near me. But it's not an overall thing. Yeah. It's just when I want to be alone. You should be able to have individual time. Yes. And not to say that people that are always together is a bad thing. But you should be able to have your own hobbies, have your own likes and dislikes. Totally. And have your own friends outside of that relationship that you can hang out with and do things with outside. Yes. Because like... Mike has like guy nights all the time. Right. I'm not invited. I mean, when it's at my house, I will go downstairs, say hello, and go back upstairs and watch my shows. Right. But it's also but not like, a point of contention. And you're no, not mad about it. He's no. not mad about it. It just is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. I feel like that's a huge one that I missed. I mean, you knew me during that time mm -hmm. that I was with that person. I was kind of off the map. Yeah. A little bit. We didn't talk a lot. Not at all. And I was like that. And we lived far away. So that could have been a. I'm, I'm not good at. I was like that with people who lived five minutes from me. Yeah. I was not. I don't want to say allowed. Because it wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't get like locked in the closet. And I'm like, you can't leave. But it was. If I tried to do that. If I said, I'm going to go hang out with this friend or that friend. That had nothing to do with him. It was very like, I got a guilt trip. I got heavily discouraged. I, got, mm -hmm. I was made to feel bad about it. Because I wasn't spending time with him. Yeah. And that was 
That's a super huge red flag. That, yeah, that's a huge red flag. We did a lot of social things. They were always with his friends. We had big parties, always all of his friends or people that we both knew mm-hmm. from like where we worked and stuff. Um, and that was, there was no exception. Like in, we threw all these huge giant parties, a handful of them. I had like one of my friends and her boyfriend come. I was going to say, I wasn't invited to these big parties. I know. I know. I, I mean, had, I wouldn't have come because I it was know. far away, but I mean, it was what, two hours. Yeah, you could have come if you wanted to, but (laughs) it's fine. But, like, my cousin and her boyfriend would come at the time. Like, he would come uh, maybe to one or two of them. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not many. It was always all his friends. It was always – or people we knew mutually. Yeah. And if I ever um, branched out – and part of it – I will say part of it was on me because I was – struggling in some other ways in that time and i was just kind of looking for things to occupy my mind in a relationship when you're in that phase is a really easy thing to do to like have it take your identity Mm -hmm. but he was where i worked he was where i lived he was where you know it just all got yes it all got very like intersecting Mm -hmm. and that's where i think part of the problem was like you have to have separate things and because we worked together we went to school together we lived together and we did all the same things and we ran in all the same crowds, it got really hard to have my own life. Mm-hmm. And because I was in a certain kind of place in my life where I was going through some things, separating from some people, having a hard time, I got very caught up in that. I'm not fully blaming him. I'm just saying altogether it was it's a red flag if that starts to happen, no matter what's prompting it. Yeah. And that definitely started to happen. And you know, there was a lot of inequity in the relationship when it come to, came to that kind of stuff. Like, we went to a lot of shows and concerts, and they all had to be things that he liked. Mm. We never... I asked once on, like, my birthday, maybe twice, maybe two birthdays, to go to a concert that I wanted to go to. Were refused. Would not go with me. What concerts did you want to go to? I wanted to go to... Um, of Monsters and Men... Mountain Sound, you know that song. I have to listen to it. We'll, li- we'll listen to it after, so we don't get a copyright. But uh, that song, it's like they're like a alternative okay. kind of indie pop rock band. And then there's a um, like an Appalachian type band, um, Rising Appalachia, I think is the name of them. Uh, they do a lot of like world music and folk type stuff. Okay. And I wanted to go and see them, and it was a hard no. And it wasn't because he hated the music either. I'm not saying it was his favorite, but uh, I didn't want to say see like Smash Mouth three times. But you're an all star. No, I'm not. I'm not. Shape of an L on my forehead, like, and that's fine by me. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. I love Shrek. <laughs> I, yeah. But yeah, like, I want those Shrek Crocs so bad. I haven't seen them. Oh, I'll have to show you. Okay. Okay. They sound fun. Do they it's, have ears? It's the little ears. So it's like just green Crocs, but it has the gibbets. You yeah. can just put little ear, Shrek ear gibbets Oh, on that's them. cute. I want them so You should bad. get them. Tell um, that to Mike. Okay. Hey, Mike, if you're listening. Let her get the Crocs, man. Or just buy them for me. Don't be on Red Flags Volume 2. <laughs> he hates my Crocs. I have so many, though. Oh, my gosh. Should that be the final red flag if they don't let you have Crocs? <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, I mean... I think in that court sort of goes into the the wrap up of like 
you learn what matters mm-hmm. and what super doesn't. Like I, in my relationship now, I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not saying we have disagreements. We have miscommunications. We have problems sometimes, but so different mm-hmm. apples and freaking squirrels. <laughs> not even oranges. I was thinking, That's I'm not close to think enough. Of like a crazy fruit. No, I'm not even, we're not even fruit anymore. We're, we're live animals. Live animals. Okay. We're live animals and the apples and squirrels. Totally different, T- much more productive. And part of that is from what I've learned. I'm sure it's what he's learned in his past relationships and taking the red flags like this and learning what to do different, you know, communicate, be your own person, make time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, like with Mike and I, like there we I mean, we haven't been together the entire nine years that we have been together. Like there were two times that we had broken up and talked to other people. Right. And one of those times, like, we straight up dated other people for months. Mm-hmm. And let's, for the sake of the podcast, call him Joshua. Oh, yes. Um, Joshua. So, like, when Mike and I broke up the last time, mm-hmm. it was a mutual agreement. We had the conversation. It was actually, like, a really good grown I was so proud, right? Because I thought I needed someone who was touchy-feely and emotional because I thought my love language was like physical touch and like words of affirmation. Right. And that is not Mike. And uh, Joshua came along and it was so random because like he had dated one of my good friends and I had dated one of his good friends. Mm -hmm. And it was, it never crossed, like we've been friends for years. It had never crossed my mind. And he asked me to, uh, go see fireworks with him on like July 4th or whatever, like with him and friends. I was like, yeah, sure. Fine. Cool. And he ended up picking me up and that like, he held my hand. I'm like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Um, And then then we dated for up until like December. You guys dated for a a handful of months there. Great guy. Yeah. Did nothing wrong. But I, but he was very touchy feely. He was very emotional. He was, he was what I thought I needed. And then I realized that is not what I needed. Yes. And that is not what I want. And again, nothing against him. But after that, like I, no intentions to get back with Mike. Right. Cause he, at, when I broke up with Joshua, he was still dating someone. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. So he ended up breaking up with that person and we had, I mean, we were still friends. Like, even Joshua knew, like, we had, like, still texted each other, but it was yeah. very, like... Platonic. Like, just cool. Well, like, my grandma, like, he was around when grandma first got cancer. I was around with, like, his grandparents being sick and things. I got so, you. Like, so you guys had already established... It was established. just those conversations that we were, like, catching up on to make sure that we were okay. You guys already it established each other's, like, support system yeah. in that environment. And that was just the blanket conversations that we really ever had. It wasn't anything serious. It wasn't anything emotional because Mike's not an emotional guy. It never would have been. But like, it just, it was fine. And like, I let Joshua look at those texts because I'm just like, I promise nothing's happening. You can read them. I don't care. And he would, he trusted me. That was fine. But I think in the end, because Mike and I did get back together a few months after that, I think he thinks. So it's similar to Elliot and Roger. I think he thinks that I left him for Mike again, yes. but that was not like yeah. he was dating another person at the time when I broke up with him. Like I just genuinely did not want to lead him along and start 
making like being mean to him when he didn't deserve it because I wasn't happy with what I thought I wanted. Well, and that in itself shows a lot of growth from Bob days because it's like you said, you strung other people along because you just didn't like. And I didn't want to string him along because he didn't deserve it. Yeah. So the fact that you could recognize that Mm -hmm. shows kind of like how that lesson thing happens. Every terrible relationship, every red flag has a purpose and a purple lining. You said purpose. I thought you were going to say purple and then it wouldn't leave my brain. Oh, okay. Every red flag has a purple lining. <laughs> you take that purple lining, you make a rope, and you follow that into your new life and your new love or just more cats. That's what I said I, back when the the endings the ending was happening with Bob. Let's yeah, let's take it out. Let's On take one it out. more back in time. Well, let's do two. Two more. No regrets, just lessons learned. Hell yeah. You can have regrets, actually, but just learn the lessons. No regrets, not a single letter. No regrets. No regrets. Regrets. Um, who am I kidding? Let me buy a couple more cats and I'll be set for life. And on that note, we hope you learned something great <laughs> today. If you have any relationship red flags that you feel like we missed or you want us to do this again, because we got more. We only scratched the surface, I feel like. I can go into details. We could tell whole stories about all of these lovely gentlemen. So if you want us to do this again, let us know and we'll see you next time on 30 30 Dirty and Dying. Peace out, Cub Scout. Bye. (laughs)